Mother's Day. Yay to us. <laughs> <laughs> we had absolutely zero plans. It felt amazing. <laughs> really, though, to, like we're always busy. So to just have, didn't have to host for a second, we thought we did have to host for the on like, accident. Isn't yeah, that something for all the family, like extended family? And I was not about that life. We were like, we're sitting here like, yes, like, we haven't heard from anybody, like, we're good. And then literally the day before Mother's Day, they're like, hey, so what are we doing at your house? We were like, what? Like, <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> didn't even know something was going on. So, yeah, it felt good to I think to if you, host our family's just used to, like, something always going at our house when it's holidays. I mean, we always have an open bar. True, but <laughs> honestly, like I, I told you, like I had shared with you, I didn't want to do anything because, even though like, family that would come, there would be some mothers in there. We would end up cleaning and cooking, and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's great that those moms are gonna get a break, but we're definitely not. Absolutely, it was. After we sat down and thought about it, we were like, we don't want to work on Mother's Day. No, we're paying. <laughs> yes, so we went out to breakfast. Well, at first the kids made us breakfast. I kept yes. hearing them in the kitchen. I was wondering what they I were didn't. doing. I was knocked out. I I kept. I was like, what are the kids doing? Side note: Do you remember I like popped you in the face in the middle of the night? Yeah, I, I felt so bad. I was so tired last night. Yeah, it, you did, but it was all right. I know you did it by accident. I was knocked out. I I was asleep when I did it, but I woke up when I did it, like for a slight second, and then I went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hear them in the kitchen at all. And then, mm-hmm. bless their hearts. Well, actually, you know, Lewis stayed asleep the whole time. He didn't wake up for. He didn't. He was not about to cook his breakfast. No. But Catalea and our son from another mother and father our adopted son. our adopted son is that what we're calling him yes they our got their child they got up this morning and they fixed us breakfast in bed yes yes i'm glad we had clothes on when they came in that would have been interesting <laughs> <laughs> although my boots were half out with the nightgown i was wearing thank god like that they come to my side <laughs> no they came to my side but luckily I had like really like we had that thick blanket on top, the mm. cozy My one. Cozy one. Oh gosh, because it's not. I don't think <laughs> Catalea would have cared because she's like into the boob situation. That girl, our six-year-old is obsessed with breasts right now. She's like, I can't wait to have my own. Poor thing. She has no idea what back trauma she's getting ready to have. <laughs> Anyways, I want to welcome everybody to Tequila Talk at Night. It's your girl Jess. And this is Tanya. And we want to wish everybody a happy Mother's Day. Hopefully everybody had a great day and a great Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day. We we had a good one. I feel like we had a good one this year. We um, 
We went to the beach. We took the kids down to the mm-hmm. beach and met up with some friends down there. Mm-hmm. And we had a good day. It was freezing. But yeah. It was It was still, nobody, nobody got all, sucked out to the ocean. Let's talk about, like, there is, our friends are from Orange County. And the temp there is quite different from where we're at. By a couple of degrees. So as where we lived at, it said it was going to be like 87, 85. Where they were at, it was like 63. It's a huge difference. It, I mean, it, it's about a two-hour drive. And yeah. in that two hours, we lost 20 degrees. But I swear it felt like 30. Oh, yeah. I was like in a sundress. I don't know what I was thinking. And then when I get there... The overcast marine layer was so thick. Um, it I was, was out there like, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> I was freezing. I was like, you take the kids to the water. I'm going to sit here covered up in all these towels. <laughs> and I was like, every 15 minutes, I was like, you guys have 15 more minutes and we're leaving. And we still stayed for like a couple of hours. I but know. I will say, my friend Sarah, she's amazing because she saw how like cold we were, and she's like, "I'll take the kids. I'll go, I'll go in the water." I remember and her husband was amazing too, and like, I'm so sorry. We just <laughs> we're we're from the valley yeah. <laughs> where the sun shines. I know. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was I was so cold. I was just like, I remember the water hit me a few times, and I was like. Like, I almost passed out. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was in shock. And the kids were just in there, like, swimming. And I was just like, you guys have issues. You remember when baby girl came home and she went to go take a shower? And she was like, this water is cold. I was like, when you told me that, I was like, good thing I wasn't in there. I would have slapped her. I would oh. I told her she was selective at what she was picky on, and she agreed. Yeah, and I like, mean, that water was absolutely freezing, mm-hmm. and she's just like... I think, you know, kids just have a different, like, thermostat in their body or something, because I remember when I was younger, going to high school, like, no sweater, nothing. Now I'm like, yeah, I need, like... You were allowed to show skin in high school? I was. A little, well... <laughs> Stop. I wasn't a nun. Well, <laughs> could have fooled me. <laughs> but I was, I, I tolerated cold more. Now it's like I want socks all the time on. Well, maybe that's because we're old now. Yeah, like I, I can't. Our bones be aching. Remember we kept telling, kept telling our friend, like, we're going to have to take some Tylenol and Motrin. <laughs> like she was looking at us like, oh my gosh, who are these people? As soon as we ate, I'm like, I popped out the. The bottle of Tylenol. I was like, this isn't strong enough. Her husband was like, do you want a beer? I was like, that's not strong enough either. Give me some liquor. Some tequila. Oh, goodness. What's wrong with this? Anyways, did you have a good Mother's Day, babe? I think I did. I didn't try hard enough. I thought that the no plans was going to be like the game changer for us. No, I like no plans. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like to be like Somehow we still went out running errands Yeah What we did do mm-hmm. I'm quite excited for We did buy ourselves a new coffee machine Okay so we decided not to get each other Any mother's gifts right well, Yeah no no mother's day gifts this year 
Probably because we didn't have the, I personally didn't have the energy to think of anything. We've been quite busy. I mean, I definitely could have gotten you a few things, but. I love you, but I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I was not even going there. <laughs> when we agreed, no, n- let's not get any gifts because it comes from the same bank account. <laughs> like, that is true. So what we decided to do is get a new coffee machine. And we like, we're about to open up Starbucks 2.0 right now. <laughs> Um, this thing is amazing. Is, I forgot the name of the. It like is touchscreen and it does the frothing and grinds your beans. So every cup of coffee is just completely fresh from the beans. Like I'm so excited right now. Um, you know what? Like if I if I'm not able to go back to work in November, it's we're a, gonna need this coffee shop to is take it off. Brunel. I don't know. It was like close to a thousand dollars, but. We went and got new coffee beans and syrups and all these different things to use this coffee machine. So come Tuesday, you know, you guys might not hear from us because we're going <laughs> to be playing with our coffee machine. You know how we are with new toys. We're so excited right now. It's yeah. Really funny. So, you know, if the podcast slows down and you guys don't get released on Tuesday, it's because I'm playing with my coffee machine. Don't take it personal. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I had a good Mother's Day, I think. Yeah. I, it was it was a slower day for us. I love slower days. We don't get too many of them. Yeah. So if everyone's like, oh, what'd you guys do for Mother's Day? We just slowed the fucking day down. Usually our days are so jam-packed and busy, and by this time I'm so out of breath. Oh, baby, I'm still out of breath. It's just... I know. <laughs> I I started thinking as I was saying it. I was like, "What am I saying? I'm so tired." <laughs> it's like, well, we slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, we did. You made me an amazing dinner. Oh, you're welcome. I made her some paella. For the people who don't know what that is, babe. Uh, paella. It is a Spaniard uh, from Spain. Um, it is a dish. It's one of their common dishes over there. Um, it's rice based and you put like sausage, chorizo, you're able to put like shrimp, all kinds of seafood in it. Lobster yes. if you want to. But I personally put calamari, I put um mussels, I put chicken in it, I put sausage, shrimp. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Babe can cook. She can definitely cook. I remember one time I made the kids spaghetti. They will not eat my spaghetti anymore. (laughs) For the first four years of Catalea's life, she never had a problem with my spaghetti. Now she won't touch it. (laughs) I feel bad. It is what it is. You'll just be doing all the cooking from now on. Anyways, (laughs) so we were going to, since it's a... Mother's Day today still. Mm-hmm. It won't be Mother's Day when we release this, but yeah, it's Mother's Day now. And we're going to talk about our, our kiddos. Oh, we have two kiddos. Mm-hmm. Bless one, their souls. One one from Tanya's vagina and one from mine. My vagina is broken from that. I can't <laughs> even laugh too hard without like peeing my pants. We just went to Disneyland. We went to Disneyland for the first time since my surgery. Uh, Star Wars night. We, yeah. We ditched the kids. We totally left them with grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars night. And 
she got me, she had me laughing so hard i like literally peed myself a little bit because you know after she's like i hope nobody sees this <laughs> luckily it was like 11 o'clock at night or it's dark and i had to stop and like cross my legs and sit down because after you have a kid like the struggles are real down it is there never the same i mean i don't care how much kegels they tell you to do that shit ain't going back. I'm forever crossing my legs and hopping my way into the house <laughs> to use the restroom. Like, whenever my mom's here visiting, she, like, opens the door and she's like, I already know. You gotta pee. And I'm like, hop, hop, hop. Yeah, she, uh, Jess was making me laugh so much. Like, my stomach muscles, my, like, my stomach wall was just, like, <laughs> it hurts so bad. Because I forget what you were telling me, but we were kind of disappointed with the Star Wars situation. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Disney could have definitely, especially because they just opened up Star Wars land. Like how many? How long I mean, ago? maybe like three years ago. But I was definitely looking for Kylo Ren all night. Um, I don't know where he's at. He ghosted us. He sure did. He was MIA capitalized. Like, he I didn't. kept asking people, and they're like, we. We heard that he was here, but we haven't seen him our, ourselves. Yeah, it was, to me, it was very, it was nice to be there with you and mm-hmm. without the kids. Um, yeah. But we still ended up in Toontown. <laughs> oh, yes. They reopened Toontown, so we were there like kids, like riding the new <laughs> And then, you know, I'm still not healed from my surgeries. So, like, we, we got a hotel across the street from the park, and I go to walk from the hotel to the park and I was like oh I can do it babe Tanya was like let's rent a wheelchair I was like hell no I got this we'll just take breaks we'll walk a little bit we'll sit a little bit we'll walk a little bit we'll sit a little bit my ass walked from across the street to the front entrance of the park and was dead I was like get the wheelchair we need the wheelchair get the electric one <laughs> and so yeah I was riding dirty through the park I wanted to I totally i should have rented one with you you should have but i mean it would have looked a little suspect like both of us on a chair like that but you know people were already looking at me like what are you doing in that chair like and what i tell you i was like bitch you don't know my life let's talk about how people are so rude they just cross oh my gosh i mean people there's like no respect anymore for one another it's so sad and it's like when i'm walking very few people and when I say few, like, sometimes this never happens. Like, somebody will cut me off or stop right in front of me or, you know, anything like that. But when you're in a freaking wheelchair, it's like they don't see you anymore. You're no longer a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, you know what I told Tanya? I was like, I'm just going to keep my hand on this accelerator <laughs> and start knocking these motherfuckers out <laughs> like um, Mario Kart. Like, people they have no respect. Just walk right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, you see these horrible accidents that happen with people who try to beat the train. And it's like, you're walking. You don't see me in this electric wheelchair. I will run your ass down. Like, don't cut in front of me like that. Like, you're, you're trying to beat a train right now. Yeah. This is a whole lot of weight on this chair. We are not stopping that fast. I did feel that being on the wheelchair made you a little bit sad. Yeah, it was depressing. It took it took away a lot of. Um, 
I think what people don't realize, um, Jess had a ACL and meniscus surgery. It's an 18 year old uh, injury, and her doctor had never even seen a patient gone that long amount of time without uh without it getting fixed. So he was um, he told us he didn't know the recovery time. Luckily, uh, her job lets her be out a year before she has to go to work so she still has six more months but um it's been rough this recovery i don't think she um i don't think you thought it was going to be like this i had no idea i definitely thought i'd be back to work by now um i definitely thought i'd be uh back to normal with a functioning leg and because when i bought the tickets i bought them in march and i'm like okay we both we were like by may like you should be better, you know, and it definitely hasn't gone that way. But I'm so grateful that you're able, that your job is able to give you that the um, time off. The time off, you know. Now it's like okay, and you have another six months, and hopefully by then, like you'll be a little bit more ready for work. But I, I totally get it. Like I felt it. I felt that you were not as. I mean. I mean I, I didn't mind like the shortcut lines, but <laughs> I mean, it is, it is quite depressing to like try to get out of the wheelchair into the ride. And they're like, let us help you. Let us help you. Do you need help? You need an extra seat? Like, no, like, let me just fall my fat ass into this <laughs> cart and buckle up. Like, no, I don't, I don't need all these helping hands. Like. It's so, like, I feel, like, so, like, I can't do it myself. And it's, like, I get what these people feel, like, you know, like, Grandpa, he lost his independence, and when you try to help him, he gets so frustrated. I get it. Like, it's very, like, depressing at times, but. Yeah. But, I mean, I, we made great memories, I mean, honestly, I was jealous that you were. I walked nine miles that day. My thighs were like burning. These boots are made for walking. <sighs> That's what you were doing. Definitely. I mean, I definitely burned some calories, and I was like, "Damn, I need to go ride me a, a an electrical wheelchair because this is going up and down the the little hills in Disneyland are not fun. You don't even realize they're there until no. yeah." So we're going up in Toontown, and I'm like, till, till you're till you're trying to keep up with an electric wheelchair. I know. <laughs> so back to the kids. Mm-hmm. So we're taking the kids to Disney, and yes, and we're getting an electrical wheelchair. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's gonna be interesting because the kids like to ride with me, like when I'm at the store and things like that, <laughs> and they're they're not gonna be able to ride with me. They're gonna have a hard time. They'll with find that. a way. <laughs> they make me sign a paper. I am a law-abiding citizen. Oh, good. Those fuckers aren't riding with me. They need to walk. (laughs) (laughs) But, um. They'll walk. They'll be fine. Our kiddos are six and seven, a boy and girl. And they. uh, Do you want to say what, um. A prayer? No, Lewis put on his Mother's Day list. (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker. I just freaking broke my vagina for nothing. The kids brought in our Mother's Day gifts. And um, so we're sitting there and 
Lewis had absolutely no interest on showing us what he got us. He knew it was Mother's Day. but I said, Poppy, are you going to give Mommy um, the, her Mother's Day gift? And he said, um, no, it's for Jess. And I was just like, well, it's for both of us. And he didn't reply. So I was like, okay. Like, I start opening it, and um, they have a little student a student store at, yes. their, at their school. And so he got... Two notepads, two pins, two candy bars, and it, two I thought hand that, yeah, two hand sanitizers. So I thought that was really cute because he got two, knowing that he has two moms. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the card, mm-hmm. and the card, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." Like it's like this big poster board, mm-hmm. and it had like his little picture on it, and it looks like he tried to decorate it. Um, our our precious boy he's he's autistic so yeah it, the art is just is is not there <laughs> but he tried his very best and mm-hmm. so i was like okay i know he did the work on this somebody yeah. didn't do it for him so i get excited and i open up the card and it's completely blank like he didn't draw anything or write anything in the card so i was just like okay you know thank you poppy like it's beautiful so then we find another piece of paper and it's like an activity sheet that they did at school. So it's like, what is your mom's name? And he put Jess and I immediately look over at Tanya and I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And she's just like, whatever, you know, broken vagina over here. No worries. (laughs) And I felt so bad. And the next question was like, don't feel bad. What's your favorite color? And I was like, well, hopefully he'll put pink or something like that because that's Tanya's favorite color. But no, he put red. <laughs> and that's my favorite color. And then, um, but it was so cute because he was so proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so proud. And then the last question on the paper was, um, what's your mom's favorite thing? And he put Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in tears. I was laughing so hard. Um, a plus to him though, because he got all the questions. Right. Well, you know, he got in trouble today, so he's not calling you mom right now. He's calling me. He's like, mom. Yes, I am the the <laughs> discipliner. I don't take no shit. I'm like autistic or not. You're gonna get treated just like everyone else, and you're definitely really good at being a discipliner. I I definitely don't. I I feel like I don't try to get in your way. No, I wouldn't let you, honestly. I feel like I just, like, I feel like I'm not able to put, like, my foot down, but I'm definitely not going to prevent you from putting it down. Yeah, I know how to stomp it. Like, (laughs) you're not, you're not getting away with shit. They think, they, and then when I find out they did play me, it's like, Mm. big bad wolf comes out. Yeah. But he did. He did get himself into some trouble today, and it's a challenge. Whoever has um, little boys, there. how are you guys doing it? I mean, whew. I, think I know it's there's sad and also it's hard with an autistic kid as well. And then on top of that, we have our little girl who's not autistic but crazy as hell. <sighs> she yeah. is definitely my daughter. I don't think she's crazy. I just think um, she's very, like, artistic. She's your typical little girl, like, very girly, likes to color. I don't find her very girly. 
You don't think so? No. Like, other than doing art. I like, mean, she, she wears dresses and skirts at times. With combat boots. Mm, so, good for her. <laughs> she she got a makeup palette that she wanted. She was so happy when I did her hair straight. She can't wait until her boobs uh, come in. She's girly. Okay, I guess. I mean... She asked me about makeup and stuff. She's definitely not tomboyish. Okay, I see your point. She told me she wanted to do cheerleading. Okay, but she also (laughs) said she wanted to do softball. She also said she wanted to do soccer. She's bipolar, okay? It's hard being six. Yeah. That's for sure. Remember, she was like, you don't know what I've been through in life. (laughs) I was like, really? Because I haven't been there the whole six years, right? (laughs) Give me a break. These kids. This is why we drink. (laughs) <laughs> this, is, this is we don't drink because of the podcast we drink because we have two kids that drive us crazy but i love them i wouldn't change it for the world mm-hmm. yeah but, i mean like her and our, our our adopted son they broke our trampoline i'm like how do a six and eight year old break a trampoline the metal bar on the trampoline like what the hell were you guys doing i i still they're like it was an accident i was like how do you break a metal bar. I can't even do that. Honestly, I don't even know what to say because I, I mean, my mom was so strict. I, I, I cannot even have I, a trampoline. I couldn't do shit. It's so funny because you see how my mom and dad are when they come. Like when mm-hmm. we found out Catalea had a YouTube channel, a whole ass YouTube channel, 122 uh, videos of her twerking. And my dad was like, Oh, let her do her videos. I was like, what? I wasn't even allowed to see the sunset at night. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, <sighs> they say, like, grandparents parent differently than when they were parents. I mean, too, even when um, Ketalea gets in trouble because she's not very clean. Um, clean is not very, she hates that with a passion. Um and so when you're telling her you need to clean your room and your mom's here, it's like I could see your mom cringing because she doesn't like when we well, discipline. And I hate, I hate that they always bring up like, well, we struggled with you cleaning your room. Well, we're not talking about fucking 1995 right now. OK, <laughs> like it's almost giving like an excuse like she yeah. needs to clean her room. And I'm just like. And so then she'll go, then your mom will go into her room feeling bad and help her clean clean it while Catalina is just sitting there making a mess. Or she'll pick up two things and have those same two things in her hand the whole time. But my mom is the same way. Like anytime, like I, you know, discipline Lewis, she she starts getting defensive. And I'm like, and I have told her before, I think you got amnesia because (laughs) do you remember how bad you used to hit us? Like I told her that before. And she's like, I wouldn't hit you like that. And I'm like, and then I told her, yeah, you would. You don't remember because you weren't the one receiving it. Yeah. My parents always say that. They'd be like, we never hit you. Okay. I'd be like, the mics and the cameras are not on right now. Like, you know, I got my ass tore up. I was like, you know, we're always playing around with my mom and like their sex life and everything like that. Yeah. And I remember one time I told her, like, that's why I don't hurt when Tanya spanks me. Like, <laughs> that shit is used to it. I am immune to the ass beatings. <laughs> I can't. But it is what it is, you know, they 
they want to sit there and be like, oh, we didn't whip you. Yeah, you did. Hey, how was your childbirth with Kalea? <laughs> He's still recovering. You know what? Like, honestly, I feel like I'm in good shape down there. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know how I was before, but it looked good now. <laughs> it was, um, it wasn't bad. It, it Recovering was worse than I feel like than the actual childbirth. How long were you in labor? Um, so I got induced. Mm-hmm. I got induced, um, because my fucking doctor wanted to deliver her, mm-hmm. but was going on vacation. So she was like, I'm going to induce you. Like, you're fine to give birth now. I wasn't supposed to give birth until the end of September. And she did it at, towards the beginning. Well, more of the middle. Is that the one you were talking about that you thought she was cute? Man. Oof. I can't with you right now. If I wasn't pregnant. Walk lightly. Talk lightly. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the couch is looking real warm for you right now. Dang, <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. I'm just playing. Just but let them no, let she, them know. She would like do your physical exam, and you'd be like, "Ooh, oh my goodness, <laughs> we're talking about all that." Yeah, no. Um, my doctor, she was a very good looking doctor. She was a single mom. Well, at least I, in my head, she was a single mom. <laughs> she um. I don't think she had any wedding rings on, but you know, a lot of doctors don't. A lot of doctors don't she wear was single, rings. So she was in my mind. Yeah. Well, the way she was touching me, I'm just saying. Isn't she supposed to touch you like that? I don't know. I never had it done before that. <laughs> anyway. Her fingers were in my vagina. What they were checking I don't care at that point, but they were in there. I don't remember my doctor touching my vagina before I gave birth. No, they they didn't do checks. Probably they do like pap smear checks. I guess I don't remember that. They like touch your cervix. No, sure. You don't remember? See, I, I knew she was doing something different. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that. I'm not saying it's not. I don't know. Anyways, but. Anyways, going forward, I yeah. just remember them measuring my belly every time I would go there because they would measure from here to here. And then that would tell them like how big my cervix was. I don't know. Oh, see, mine did everything like inner. I don't remember her measuring my belly. My belly. I didn't have a cute pregnant belly, though. I think it was just like my fat got more fat. Like I just looked big, like. It wasn't even like a tight belly. You know how pregnant bellies are tight? Mine was just like floppy. I know mine was tight. See, lucky you. I was an ugly pregnant person. I was like, you know how like you walk up. I was up, glowing you all the time. You know how like you, you like could make the, the accident to like walk up to somebody and be like, oh my gosh, how many months pregnant are you? And they'd be like, oh, I'm not pregnant. And then you're like, oh shit. Oh like, my gosh, I love that, being pregnant. Baby. That would never happen to me. Oh no. They were just like, this bitch is fat. Oh. <laughs> I love being pregnant. My coworkers were amazing. I would take naps at work and they would go and like cover for me. Like everyone was so sweet. They're like, you're glowing. I just love it. I can't wait. Best time of my life, except for the first trimester where I lost 10 pounds because of throwing up. Yeah, well, okay. you can have it. You can carry the next one because this is a temple now and I am done. 
you're, you're done? I'm not caring. I don't think I could. Mm-hmm. Like, if I absolutely had to, then I might think about it. But, oh, it was just such a... But you know what, too? It could have been because it was such a depressing time for me. Um, it was just, like, I always felt all alone. Yeah. Um, my job was really good to me, too. They they put me... I, w- I worked for FedEx at the time, so I was driving trucks and loading trucks and... Mm-hmm. Oh, it was such a manly job, and I remember they didn't know I was pregnant at first because I moved. I moved from Southern California to Northern California, and the FedEx up there had no idea I was pregnant. Um, my my job down here told me, like, hey, you don't have to tell them because they might not accept your transfer. They're not supposed to do that, but they're not going to want a pregnant person working on the docks. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to tell them. So I just showed up kind of thickety thick. Because remember, I told you I didn't look pregnant. I just looked fat. And um, one day I was loading trucks. And if you've ever been inside of a loading dock or inside of a, a FedEx truck, you could see that sometimes there's two levels. And you build the second level out of metal bars and boards. And you literally, like, put them up there, and you have to climb up there and tie the freight up. It, it It's a crazy job. I was in so much good shape. Well, I was in good shape before the pregnancy. But anyways, um, and I had, like, hit my head or something. So I was sitting up there on the boards, and one of the guys comes in with a forklift, and he's like, hey, you good? I was just like, yeah. I was like, I hit my head, and I'm feeling dizzy. And he was just like, you're feeling dizzy. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I just get worried because the baby. And he was like, wait a minute, you're pregnant? Now, keep in mind, this is like a, dom- per- per- like, mostly men. Dominated? Work. Yes, thank you. And so that was just not something that they were used to hearing. And so he was like, oh, hell. Like, called, like, the whole fucking doc over. <laughs> like, did you guys know she was pregnant? And, like, I swear I heard a few of them, like, nah, like, she's just fat. And I was just like, nah, motherfucker, it's like, I'm actually pregnant. And so um, they, after at that point, like, they were like, no, like, you're going to work in the office. And they put me in, like, billing and oh, things like sweet. that. And it was, like, I didn't know these people at all. And they threw me, like, this huge baby shower after only being there for a couple of weeks. And I got a lot, like, out of, like, 12 people. Like $800 in gift cards and all kinds of diapers, clothes. It was amazing. I didn't get to have a baby shower because I ditched, like, everybody when I moved up there. But it was it was really nice of them. They, they took care of me. And um, other than that, I didn't really have anybody else. My my family was all still down in Southern Cali. and well, I had two baby showers, I think. Maybe three. You. Well, for his size head, yeah, you needed all the help you could get. <sighs> yeah, I had a lot. Of, you know how it is, princess status, like whatever. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like confetti everywhere. <laughs> 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 now, my delivery was. Uh, I mean, I feel like it was good. It's just, um, when I started contracting because you were induced, I was, even though I was. I naturally started having contractions. I actually was induced. The day that I decided, that Louis decided that he wanted to come to this world, everyone and their mother was having a baby, so there was not enough beds. So 
I was put into like it's called a triage room, which is like basically a waiting room. So I started like around 3 a.m. I was getting up and I felt like I needed to go to the bathroom and poo. And I'm like, I would get up and go and say, I'm like, I don't need to go. Let me go back to sleep. And that happened about a good four times I was getting up. And I'm like, at the fourth time or third time, I was like, this is weird. Like, why am I getting this sensation? So then I'm like, I need to pay attention to my body because I'm like, I have never got up this many times during the night. Usually I just pass out. And then when I did, I started, I sat in the couch and I started like feeling things. I'm like, holy shit, I'm having contractions. And then I was like, I need to go to the hospital because if there's anything you knew about me, I was not going to. I mean, props to all those moms who don't want to have an epidural and want to do it natural. That ain't going to be me ever. I mean, there has to be no no hospital for me to go through that. I I can't. I moved during my epidural. That might be why I have a lot of back pain. Maybe. I don't know. He was so mad. I remember I was like, why the fuck is he yelling at me like this? And they were like, he could have paralyzed you. Like oh, when you maybe. moved during those shots. And I was just like, well, maybe they should think about giving this a little bit different way than a big ass needle in your back. Because you're going to move. Like, how Oh, I didn't move, baby. I was like... He he waited for my contraction to finish, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, I stayed still, and I got that contract. I got that needle inserted. I wasn't playing games. I needed that epidural. Good for you. They had medication that they started giving me that worked a little bit better than the epidural. Mm, no. I felt I, like I was drunk and high at the same time. I was on cloud nine. That's because you didn't have contractions. At that point, I was already six centimeters of no, contractions. I was having contractions. It was the worst. Pain I wish in my I life. I wish I knew the medications that they gave me. But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that doctor liked me. Oh, okay. I still owe her money, by the way. She's in collections. I ain't paying her. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I take that all back. It's not her that I owe. It's the surgery that I had to have when I was like seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. That doctor. She was. I didn't like her anyways. She ain't getting her money. <laughs> she's probably dead by now no she was young too but i had to have emergency surgery i forgot that was a huge part of my pregnancy and um i started having like really bad pains in my stomach seven months pregnant you could only imagine where like my mind went with that mm-hmm. and then it turns out after they did a few tests and ultrasounds they were like we need to take your gallbladder out now, like emergency surgery. And I was just like, what? No, like my mom's not here. And then I, they couldn't come up because my grandma had just passed and they were doing her funeral arrangements and funeral yeah. and everything like that. So I had to go through this surgery and the doctor was like, I told her like, look, and this was pre-medical school for me. Like I was not in the medical field at this time. And so I was like, I don't understand what you're telling me. Can you call my mom and explain it to her? So she calls my mom, and my mom's like, okay, let me talk to her. She's like, I'm sending your dad up there. And I was like, no, you need dad to be there for you. Like, I'll be fine. And so the doctor was like, don't worry. I've done this surgery a million times on pregnant women before. You'll be fine. And I was like, really? Like, that many? And she was like, yes, that many. Just none ever this far along. And I was like, 
bitch, you couldn't leave that part out? Like, <laughs> why would you say that? I'm over here freaking out. And she was like, it will be a good experience for the both of us. And I was like, who who is allowing this bitch to talk right now? Like, <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, this is not, this is not okay. And I was like, give me a doctor that's more experienced. But nevertheless, she took the gallbladder out. The baby was fine. I was fine. But I was mad. I was just like, ew. Like, why would you say that? Like, I was so freaked out. I was just like, oh. But, like, <laughs> I guess, like, if I could do it all over again without the actual baby inside of me, mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds selfish, but I think I would do it because I feel like I had a horrible experience. Like, even my... The gallbladder part? No, just carrying a baby in Oh, middle. carrying a baby, yeah. Like... My, what do they call Maternity pictures? Mm-hmm. Like, they were horrible. I don't show anybody those. Have I seen them? I uh, know. Where are they at? In a locked away in a grave somewhere. <laughs> like, they're so horrible. I was just like, and I, I believe, yeah, I had them professionally done. You did? It's just. Have you seen mine, my love? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. All of them. Sorry. With your ex and all. Okay, well, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't apologize for things. You know that. what? You should have known uh-huh. seven years ago that you were going to meet me. Absolutely. You know what? I can't believe I let you down. For reals. You need to get it together, babe. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> let me go, like, erased my past for you. So, for me, when I gave birth, it was like a Grace Anatomy kind of situation. Um. The epidural was making me really, it was making me, re, uh, it was giving the baby Brady's, which means the heart rate was going down. So the epidural um, kept the heart rate of Lewis down. So I would constantly have to reposition myself um, just to bring the baby's heart rate back up. Um, but of course, anyone who's had an epidural, you feel like a fucking whale, like you're so dead, like you could you could barely move your upper body because you're paralyzed, basically, right? Or, or your nerve is like you can't feel anything. So it was very difficult for me every time. Like my sister was sitting in front of the monitor, and she would be like, "Tanya, the baby's heart rate's going down. Okay, move to your left." I'm like, "Okay, let me try to move to the left. I can't even move." So she would come and help me and move me and put a pillow and then she'll be like okay the baby again okay let's move to the right and so what happened there was a maybe a good period of time like maybe 20 minutes where or 30 minutes where Lewis was like actually okay and then all of a sudden like my mom my sister and my ex-husband were all asleep and all of a sudden, a team of 10 people, like the double doors open, the crash cart comes in. And if you work in the medical field, you know what a crash cart is. It is like your worst nightmare. You know exactly what that means. The crash cart is what they bring into a room when someone is about to die. Mm, or code, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it and it's like the doctors come rushing in and they're like we you need to push this baby out or we're gonna take you to stat um uh c-section and 
I start shivering because I, I'm, I just feel my teeth like touching each other from when you're cold. And like she just grabs my hand and she's like, do you understand what I'm telling you right now? Like if you don't piss your son out, like I'm going to have to take you to stat a C-section. And she's like, I'm going to have to help you and assist you. Is Are you okay with that? And I just remember her. I just remember telling her, like, you need to do what you need to do. Just get my son out of me. Alive. (laughs) (laughs) That would be nice. And she's like, okay. And I don't know how I did it, but I pushed him out so quickly. But I think it's like that flight or fight mode. Like, I had to do what I had to do. And he came out, but the cord was wrapped around his neck. Ish. And so, uh, I mean, if I needed to have a C-section, I, I, it is what it is. I would have got it, obviously. But it's just in those moments, if I felt like I was in a movie. What What did they say was going on? Did they tell you what was going on? I mean, if you were cold, I could only imagine that maybe your body temperature was dropping as well. I wasn't cold. And not until they came in. And I saw everyone running. It's almost like my body went into shock. Yeah. Because I'm like, holy shit. I work in the medical field. Like, I know what that cart means. Like, there's epi in there. There's, I know what that cart means. Like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're calling the NICU team on me. Like, I knew exactly what was going on. And I knew exactly, like, if I didn't give birth to to Lewis, I knew exactly what that meant. Are any of the doctors who were involved in that team still there yes actually yes like the person who gave birth um the md who gave birth is actually the director of the ob now nice that's yeah. cool mm-hmm. um yeah lewis would cause some shit coming out that little <laughs> shithead i mean he <laughs> caused me i don't want to say he caused me late issues later but he definitely took me for a damn roller coaster later figuring out that he was autistic and seeing different signs i um, i mean i saw the videos i mean and you'd be like when he would do that that's how i knew something was wrong i think what's hard is like when you have a partner who was who would blame you for what's going on and i think like any i don't want to say any male but i think most males tend to blame females for whatever their kids come out with um, I think that's lack of education, like, yeah, it's stupidity, honestly, to yeah. think that it would be anybody's fault that, yeah, but I know, think it's been like autism's that. Autism's not passed down like that. I think it's been like that in society forever. Like, you know, when females wouldn't produce a, a male, you know, they would be like, blame it on the woman, not knowing that the man is actually who, who's the one who decides that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I found out, I started seeing signs of Lewis, like, having issues. Um, I was immediately starting to be blamed. And, of course, in your mind, I started replaying my pregnancy. Like, what did I do wrong? Like, I feel like I ate everything. I took the best medicine, multivitamins. Like, I start blaming myself. And then yeah. I start blaming my body. It's like I start feeling like I'm only, I was only pla- I'm placed here as a woman to produce children, and I couldn't even do that right. Yeah, but, I mean, I can see if, like, you were doing drugs and you came out and he was all spun Shit, out. Maybe I, w- I should have, because <laughs> all these drug babies, they, 
These people. Some of them, yeah. Some of them are. I mean, honestly, things with like autism is just. I think that. I mean, without getting all super religious, I think God gave me an autistic son to meet a person like me. Maybe because I was questioning him for a long time. <laughs> Let me tell you, I used to—I t- literally used to be like, "God, why would you give me an autistic kid, knowing that I don't have the partner who could help me?" Like, yeah, I used to literally like be so upset with him, and then I used to be like, "Okay, well, God can't give you more than you can handle," and I used to just push like that, you know. When you have a sick child or disabled child or anything of that nature. It definitely helps when you have a strong partner who isn't a shithead. Yeah. But I love our little our little monkey boy. He's uh he's going through a phase right now and it's definitely a hard phase to deal with being two females. Um, so we always like ask our male friends like, What the hell? When did you start doing this? And they're like seven. And we're like, oh, fuck. So. Mm, it's rough. <laughs> I'm sure you can only imagine what we're talking about, but it's not anything that we have to do. And it's just like, but you know what? I did help potty train him. I d- yes, you did. He was, he, was in, he was in pull-ups. Today we were at Sprouts. You know, you, you and Kelly, I went to the bathroom, and I was talking to him and letting him know what he did wrong. And I just told him, like, we just let's let's rewind. Let's let him know what happened at Sprouts. Oh gosh. Uh-huh. So Lewis is in a phase right now. Mm-hmm. If he, when he gets older, if he ever finds these on Spotify, he's gonna be so upset with us. No, he but he better not. It's his fault. <laughs> so he is um, playing a little fiddle with his pickle lately. <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. and with him being a seven-year-old boy that is autistic sometimes he not sometimes all the time he is in his own little world Mm -hmm. so he could be standing in the middle of a crowd of three thousand people and in lewis's mind it's just him (laughs) and so we're at sprouts we're at a grocery store nearby and i i i see this lady and i'm like oh you guys watch out and she's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I will go around. And I'm like, you'll go around? And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And I look at my kids, like, because at first I just glanced at them and saw that they were in the middle of the walkway. Yeah. And I look away, and then I hear her say that, and I turn around and I look, and there's Lewis just going to town <laughs> in the middle of the freaking store. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And it happens when he gets super excited. So I don't know if it's part of his stimming, um, but he used to stim with flopping his ears. His hands to his 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 ears. Yeah, his hands to his ears. And now he's flopping his hands on his penis. (laughs) And (laughs) it is just the most disturbing (laughs) thing. And he's like doing it and he's laughing and giggling. And the lady's like, I'll go around. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Um, But I was talking to him when you guys went, and I told him, like, first of all, I shouldn't be seeing anything because I'm his mom. And second of all, I told him, like, if you keep this up when you're older, you can go to jail. 
And I told Straight him, I ain't, to I told him, I ain't gonna visit you. I said, I told him, this is too cute to go to jail to go visit anybody. <laughs> you are too much. I remember when I came back from the bathroom, you you told me you had talked to him, <laughs> and he was like, you said that he said that he didn't want to go to jail, and I was like, oh, you don't want to go to jail? He's like, I do want to go to jail. And I was like, oh, okay. So the <laughs> whole time, so the whole time I was telling him that I was gonna take him to jail. So when we go and check out at the <laughs> store, well, let's see, we Catalina got ice cream. He was upset because I was just like, well, you can't have ice cream. You're going to jail. You can't have ice cream in jail. <laughs> and he's like. I said, Catalina, what do you want for dinner? She's like, I want spaghetti. And I was like, what am I going to have for dinner? I was like, caca sandwiches. He was like, Bleh. I was like, you're eating shit because you're going to jail. And he was just like, no, I don't want caca sandwiches. <laughs> and so when we were checking out, I told him, I was like, it's too bad you're going to jail, Lewis, because we're supposed to go to Disneyland next week. He was like, <gasps> he does this thing where he puts his hands on his cheeks and he goes, <gasps> <laughs> he was like, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to Disneyland. I don't want to go to jail. So now the whole rest of the day, he was trying to convince me that he didn't want to go to jail and that he was going to be a good boy. And, yeah, so long story short, me and Tanya need to figure out how to get boys to when they need to touch themselves. I know it's natural for them to do that, but he can't be doing it in the middle of the freaking grocery store. I don't even allow him to go lay down in our bed no more. I remember the other day you told him, like, go lay down in your room or go lay down in our room. I was like, oh, hell no. You're not fiddling in my bed. There's going to be any fiddling. It's going to be me <laughs> to your mom. <laughs> I can't. But I was just like, oh, I can't. I can't. It's just penises gross me out to begin with. And now I have a son that. That's just. Now you want another little boy. I so do want a little boy. You better get used to that pe- to penises. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather let's just talk about our pretty little princess. Well, <laughs> she's interesting too. Uh oh. She, um, according to her, when she grows up, she's going to have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Yeah. That's what she says. She didn't yeah. have shit. I'm going to have her on lockdown. I already told her the minute she starts her cycle, IUD going straight well, in. Well, it's very, she's a very pretty girl. I'm not trying to say that because she's ours, but she really is. She has beautiful lips. She has this beautiful, like she got a big booty and then she knows how to move her, how to move her body. Yeah, and she's like very friendly and charismatic. Yeah, lockdown. She will be on lockdown for sure. I um, don't know how I let it slip through my my mm-hmm. my my knowledge that she was on YouTube and TikTok, but yeah, yeah. she's only six and she figured that out. I yeah, I was she started her that. own account. We didn't even know how, and that was a whole conversation with her. Um, <laughs> I had to finish my drink right now on that one. You know, with her, we're working on not following or being herself. I mean, her best friend, she tends to follow what he likes, even though we know that that's not what she likes. Remember this morning? This is, this is our adopted son. We call him our adopted son there. It's her little best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, this morning when we went out to breakfast for Mother's Day, 
he was like, can I, he was like, Jess, can I get my eggs, you know, with the yolk not cooked? I was like, you like your eggs like that? He was like, yeah. I was like, me too. I was like, no, the hell you don't. If your mm-hmm. eggs ain't scrambled almost over hard, mm-hmm. like you are going to spit them out. And she was really going to try to eat her eggs like that. And I'm like, not with your sensitive ass stomach. Like, yeah, she's tried a couple of things. Like she, he, you know, he'll be like, I want a, a top ramen. And she's like, I want it too. But you don't like that. I know you don't. Yes, I do. And I'm like, okay. And then, or she'll try some dumb shit like try and eat four slices of pizza, or yeah. And I'm like, oh my girl, and I have keep like, up with this boy. I literally, you know, that's our thing. Like it, um, when I see her, I'm like, don't follow other people, be yourself. Like it's okay that you like your eggs scrambled. He's not telling you anything. Yeah, so. he's a good boy though because he catches on to that and he'll tell her like, hey, like. Do it the way you want to do it. And he'll, like, try to remind her. And we just got to work with her more on being her own person and not trying to follow, play follow the leader all the time. Like, be your own leader. Yeah. But she does really good in school. I'm very proud. Like, she just got an an award at school. And um, I think it was, like, for reading and writing. Yeah, do you, yeah, do you remember, like, at the beginning of the school year, like, she couldn't read at all. I know, she had to cry over it. She'd be like, I just want to be able to read. I'd be like, oh, you'll get that. I was thinking, like, second, third grade, she'd be reading. Mm -hmm. But, no, she brings home Again, she compares herself to Lewis. Like, Lewis... Is at another level or reading? Yeah, he's on like a fifth or sixth grade level. So she, in the first so grade. when she met Lewis, like Lewis was already reading, and she's like, "Why am I not reading?" And she would cry over it, and I'm like, "Relax, I like, mean, you're get and there. I remember I used to tell her like, "Lewis can read, and you can talk." Like Lewis struggles <laughs> with talking, we're working on it. You struggle with reading, and we're working on yeah. it. And you know, I was like, you never see Lewis like upset because when he's talking, we're like, huh? What? Say it again. And if, like when we were at our friend's house this weekend and she was trying to understand him and I'm like, aren't you a speech teacher? <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, but mm-hmm. not right now. Yeah. But she, I mean, bless her heart because she has been through a lot. Yeah. Um while I was on my little journey doing what I felt I needed to do. And she, um, with me having bad partners in the past, um, she just went through like a little rendezvous of her past the other day and was like, you don't know what I've been through. I was left alone at a baseball game. And I was like, oh, my poor baby. (laughs) She was, not because of me, because my dumbass ex, but... Um, yeah, she got <laughs> her friend, my, my, my ex was like, stay here, Catalaya. You can tell a four year old to sit there and while you go off and do whatever the hell it is you felt you needed to do. I was coaching at the time. So I was with the team and you were coaching her son. I was coaching her son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was with the team warming them up and here comes Catalaya running, crying. I was like, oh my gosh, baby, what's wrong? And I was like, wait a minute where is she? She's like, I don't know. She left me. I was like, she left you. Oh, I almost called the game that day. I was so pissed. I was like, Oh my gosh. And then 
like 10 minutes later, here she comes running like, where did you go? I said, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, I can't talk to you right now. The kids are safe. They're with me. Like, oh, I thought I thought I was going to go to prison that day. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's my remembers. baby girl. Yeah, she remembers. She remembers so much. Yeah. Like, she's so smart. She had a rough day at school, so she was very tired, and she gets really emotional when she's tired. And everything oh. starts coming. Oh, out. yeah. And so she, I told her, like, please take a nap. We were working on her in her room, so she needed to go take a nap in our room. And she was really upset. She was, like, crying and everything. And uh, she's like, you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> so freaking extra, like a typical girl. She's like, I've been what? left alone in a park. How do you think that made me feel? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I wasn't there. Don't blame me. Yeah. She's she's like, you her? were there. And I'm like, what's her no, sign? I wasn't. She, Crazy. <laughs> so she must be a Scorpio. No, we're not crazy, baby. Oh, you're not crazy? No. You're we're, funny. We're different. If anybody feels any different that Scorpios are not crazy, let us know. <laughs> I feel like every little thing that i've read about scorpios Mm -hmm. starts with they're fucking crazy they also say it's the best sex you'll ever have (laughs) so let's end with that (laughs) i can't say any different actually (laughs) (laughs) anyways my drink's getting oh my gosh baby the cat what is it cat cut your tongue absolutely not i agreed with you what are you talking about i need to go refill my cup how are you doing i'm ready you're ready Mm -hmm. i want to thank you all for tuning in to tequila talk at night we're gonna call it a night it's your girl jess this is tanya and we'll talk to you soon